0: to the Starborn Podcast. I am Elizabeth. Thank you so much for being here, for joining me. Um, if you're new, welcome, welcome. If you have been here before, welcome back. Um, today, I really want to talk about something called emotional alchemy. So transmuting uncomfortable, painful kind of feelings into opportunities for growth um into opportunities to connect and while this isn't the goal to like escape pain I think that the more we can get in touch with our emotions the more we understand what they are um and I think that the more we get to know them in this way, the more we can, or I guess the less we can identify with them, kind of holding on to them as our, um, like who we are, our identity, then we can have easier lows. So when we experience kind of like what we would consider uncomfortable emotions, we don't have to be a victim to them. We can see them for what they are and just, you know, move along in a healthy way. And so, I already recorded about 15 minutes of this episode, and I didn't like it. Um, I have a lot in different books kind of written down about emotional alchemy and what emotions are and all that good stuff. And I was trying to read out of the book um, and, like, organize my thoughts in that way. And they're just so all over the place. I can't do it from the book. I don't even have anything numbered. And um, my guides are telling me that it's just because I don't... I didn't have that faith in myself to just be able to, like, be like, yeah, I know this. Like, yeah, I channeled it. I also remember it. Um, and I live this out every day. So I can absolutely talk about all of this without staring at a book. It just throws me off. <laughs> I've tried to do that for an episode before, and it was, it didn't work. Not the download dump. That one was on purpose, and I really liked that one. Um, but I think what I'm gonna do is just talk about what emotions are, what our emotional body is, um, what's the purpose for us feeling, <laughs> and and then I do really want to get into the emotional alchemy of it, like how can we take uncomfortable emotions and turn them into something that's beneficial for us and everyone around us. And I might look at the book at the end just to make sure that I said everything I wanted to say, Um, but yeah, I think I just want to talk. So. As always, before we get into this, this is my, my channeling, my downloads. This is what helps me cope with being a human. Um, this is what helps me grow and be the best version of myself. The version that is very careful with their energy and doesn't cause extra harm in the world, um, you know, as much as I can. So this is my truth. If you don't resonate with it, um, or maybe if you resonate with some of it, but then other parts are like, nah, just take what resonates. Take what will fit nicely in your life and leave everything that doesn't align with you right now. All right, so let's jump right in. First of all, let's define emotions. And I'm gonna do it in the most cringy way. e are energy in motion. That's a quote from good old Neil again, but I see a lot more people using it now. I do think it's very cringe, but at the same time, it's true. <laughs> so when we feel emotions, when we experience emotions, we are really just having um, kind of a, a personal or even a physiological response to energy that is passing through our body, um, even our bodies, if you want to get to the different layers of like physical, emotional, mental, and so on. So that's it. <clears throat> emotions are just energy. And then we decided to assign some emotions to the good pile and other emotions to the bad pile. And we did this because some of them are pleasant or exciting, and some of them are unpleasant and painful. And I'm going to do my best to not use the words good, bad, positive, negative when talking about emotions or feelings or energies, um, especially in this episode, because that is is the block that so many of us have that's why we run away from our negative see (laughs) we run away from our uncomfortable or painful emotions because we perceive pain as being bad um or if we are feeling something uncomfortable then we have done something bad and at the same time we see or perceive more comfortable, more exciting or pleasurable emotions as being good and positive and so we chase those and it's all just energy. It's not good or bad. It is different energies for different purposes. We are perceiving those energies in different ways for different purposes I talked about this in one of the most recent episodes, so like five or six. um, But my guides described, like, uh, (laughs) they described low vibrational or uncomfortable emotions, um, really uh, just uncomfortable energies as being like a smoke alarm, like a fire alarm. It might not be the most pleasant sound. But if you ignore it, or you act like it isn't there, or you blame something completely unrelated on the noise, you try to shut the noise up, you're going to burn your house down. Like, that's it. It's not fun, but it's important. You're going to listen to it. The You wouldn't call the smoke alarm bad. That's really the point that they're trying to get at. Is like you wouldn't call some type of alert or warning system bad just because it's uncomfortable. It's letting you know that you need to be paying attention to something. And that's what your more uncomfortable emotions are doing. They're just doing it in a... a a loud way and an uncomfortable way so you want to change something they're telling you something needs to be changed here i think that's why we consider those emotions to be bad or negative because we want to change them we want to get rid of them and on a higher level that is kind of the end goal um if you keep stabbing yourself with a push pin you're going to get a pain response back so that you stop doing that same thing. If you keep getting a an uncomfortable emotional response, that means that there's an action that you're taking part of. There's a thought pattern that you keep um, engaging in. There is an idea that you're humoring and the energy that you're experiencing because of that is telling you stop please it's not good for you it's not in alignment with you you have something here that you need to fix or something that you should stop doing or something that you should just do differently the opposite goes for our more pleasurable emotions which is why we like them we call them good because that is the energetic feedback that we are in alignment If we're happy, joyful, if we feel loving, if we feel grateful, if we feel at peace, that is showing us energetically that we are in alignment. We are doing things, thinking things, saying things, existing in a way that is currently in alignment and beneficial for our being. And so the energy that we get back is encouraging us to continue doing that. That doesn't mean that what we're doing is good. And when we get unpleasant emotions, it doesn't mean that what we're doing is bad. It doesn't mean that we are good or bad. It doesn't mean the energy is good or bad. It's really just telling us, hey, are you sure you want to keep doing this? My guides are also now showing me this, and I don't know if it's a perfect analogy, but they're comparing a smoke alarm going off to the oven going off when you've been waiting for dinner and it's finally done and you get so excited. It's a similar noise. They're both alarms. They're both meant to get your attention about something, and you would never consider the smoke alarm going off to be like bad mean that you're a bad person or that you've well i guess if you've lit if you've lit something on fire it might not be the best but um you don't respect the oven going off more than the smoke alarm going off you are able to realize that they have different purposes. They're meant to alert you to different things. And whether it's alerting you that something good's happening, right? You're about to dig in like you got good food or you need to go check on something to make sure that you stay safe, to make sure that you are in a position to live the life that you want to. Regardless of what their message is, you're going to respect that that is its purpose. It's fulfilling its purpose. And that's kind of the way that we need to look at our emotions to have a healthy relationship with them. Our comfortable, pleasurable emotions, they have their purpose. That is a certain type of energy that is the result of us living in alignment, making choices that align with our soul. And then our uncomfortable emotions, their purpose is to alert us to areas that we need to fix, pay attention to, give a little extra love to, maybe things that we need to change. They both serve their purpose and it doesn't do us any good to categorize them as good and bad, to chase some and ignore others. That doesn't serve us. That doesn't help us grow. That doesn't help emotions to serve their purpose. And then we aren't serving our purpose because that body that handles the emotions, that... Um, creates our emotions, creates those energies that um, emanate from us. We aren't honoring that part of ourselves and we can't be whole people if we refuse to honor us in our entirety. Okay, so um, I hope that makes sense. I feel a little rambly, but the gist of that is our emotions are just energies. They are not inherently good or bad. And when we can step out of seeing them through that dichotomy, we can begin to kind of detach from them, not really see them as like us anymore, just see them as helpful friends, helpful little nudges in the right direction. And we can use them as a process to really heal and grow instead of being or feeling like victims to half of them. So for the rest of this episode, I'm going to focus more on the emotions that we currently would call bad, the emotions that we tend to run away from, anything that has a negative connotation in your mind. So discomfort, really that's the the best way to describe these emotions. It's not that they are bad, it's that they're uncomfortable. It's Um, energetic spaces that you don't want to stay in. And that's kind of their point. They're making you uncomfortable so that you have to change something. Unfortunately, what a lot of us do instead is just ignore stuff down or run away from those specific energies instead of looking them dead in the face, figuring out why That is the energy we are experiencing or coming into contact with. And then making adjustments, treating them as like the gift that they are. It's a gift of awareness. And then making our decisions from that space. More often than not, it's about going within, finding the part of you that is reacting or emitting energy in a certain way and figuring out like, Where's that wound? Why is this energy here right now? What is it trying to alert me that needs to be healed? And from my experience, there's really two ways that these energies can be stirred up. We can either emit the energies ourselves, so we can kind of think of that as emotion that begins within us. Um, so this would be along the lines of if you had a certain thought, if you put yourself in certain, well, no, if it's internal, it would be like if you had a certain thought, if you're ruminating on something, um, pretty much, I think that's it there. Yeah. Or even if you just have like kind of a, a leaky wound, um, that is, being really, really loud, you might get into those phases where you're feeling really sad all the time, really angry all the time. <laughs> Sorry if you can hear my stomach. Um, and so those emotions are beginning within you. Um, they're starting from something that's already inside of you and trying to alert you to it. The other way is a more reactive um, emotion so it doesn't just come from something that you're thinking maybe someone said something to you maybe you witnessed something you put something in front of yourself so listening to a certain type of music watching a certain show or movie reading something so you received energy from some outside source and the way that you respond energetically is uncomfortable Um, and this is an important thing to point out here is that technically there's really only one way i just split these emotions these uh the birth of uncomfortable emotions into two different kind of origins we can have one that starts with us and we can have one that's a reaction to something that's outside of us but In truth, everything starts within us. Um, We are here to experience ourselves in relation to everything. So we experience these energies um, in relation to our current state of being. So even if something originates from outside of us, we are still experiencing our own energy in relation to that. So we still cannot blame any external person, event, situation. We can't blame anything outside of us for the way that we feel because I'm sure that we've all had this experience. You can have the same thing happen to you or the same thing be said to you in two different scenarios. And depending on your emotional state depending on the state of your healing you can have two completely different emotional or energetic reactions to the same external experience and so at the end of the day it always originates from within us the only difference is really, is it a response to something that we have done? Or a response to something that like, we have within ourselves already? Or is it a response to something that has happened outside of us? Is it a response to a mirror? And so, once we understand what emotions are, what they're trying to do, like what their purpose is, we also need to take responsibility for the emotions that arise within us, whether that is because of something that we've done or something that we perceive someone else to have done or something else to have done. At the end of the day, our emotions, the energy that we have running through us is our responsibility. And my guides tell me all the time, how it's kind of tricky as an awake person. I don't think tricky is the right word, Um, but there's a lot of responsibility that comes with being awake and owning your emotions because you have two jobs. You first have to take responsibility for the emotions that you share with others. So the energy that you send to other people You have to take responsibility for that. You cannot have a low vibrational emotion arise within you for whatever reason and then pass it off to someone else and ask them to transmute it into something that is more uh, positive or pleasurable for you. You have to take responsibility for that. You can't be dumping your garbage and your emotional baggage onto other people. That's your job. Only you can transmute it. And at the same time, if somebody else hands you low vibrational energy, it is still your responsibility to transmute it into something once it gets into your space that you would like to experience. Oh, my kitty cat. Hold on. Something in the living room keeps scaring her and I don't know what. So she's going to hang out in here. Give some good purring ASMR to the folks at home, yeah? She's so cute. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna move her away. I'm sure that was really fun for someone who is an ASMR slash cat freak like me. Um, All right, where were we? I think we were talking about the importance of taking ownership for any energy that you're really associating yourself with. Anything that's in your emotional body, it's your job to make it something that is um, comfortable for you. Even if your emotions are a response to something that's happened outside of you, it is Your job, if you are emotionally awake, if you are embarking on this journey of emotional alchemy, it's your job to take responsibility for that. And even if somebody presents you with really low vibrational energy, it's your job to say, okay, but it stops with me. I'm not going to throw it on a third person. And say, okay, your job now. I'm going to take that energy, take my reaction to it, I am going to transmute that into something that is positive and powerful, and I'm not going to continue this like game of dominoes. I'm gonna stand tall, and I am not going to let this low vibration permeate throughout the rest of this community. It'll stop with me. Cool, so we've talked about what emotions are. They are just energies that either are alerting us to the fact that we are in alignment or we have something to work on. We know what emotions are. We also know that at the end of the day, emotions are the ones that we experience personally are originating within our own emotional bodies. They are our energies to take responsibility of regardless of what triggered those energies. And now armed with this knowledge, we experience an uncomfortable emotion. So what do we do? The answer is not glamorous, and it sounds easy, but it is probably one of the biggest challenges that we face, and it's just to sit with it. Just let it be. Stop trying to smother the smoke alarm. We don't need to chuck it out the window to get away from it. We don't need to run away from it. It can't hurt us. In fact, it's trying to help us. So we will sit with it and try to understand what its purpose is. Why it is here with us right now. We are afraid of our emotions because we have categorize them into good and bad and I think on some level we associate ourselves with our emotions so if we have bad emotions then we must be bad or we are doing something bad but they're all teachers and if we allow them to teach us whatever it is that they came to teach us Then we can experience those emotions we can experience those energies we can learn from them and then they will leave because if we've truly learned and then acted on what that energy is trying to alert us to it has no reason to stay now for me when i sit with my emotions long enough Oftentimes it boils down to fear. Any unpleasant emotion that I have, um, it comes down to some sort of fear. So if I get angry, um, let's say I get angry because somebody is like talking over me or in some other way, um, not listening to me. They're showing that they're not listening the energy that passes through me at first might feel like anger, but if I sit with it and I allow it to work its way through my system, that anger is actually alerting me to a deep-seated fear that I'm not worth listening to, that I don't have valuable thoughts or things to say or somehow that I am not good enough. I'm not worthy of someone's attention. And those are fears that come from a core wound, some sort of karma that I have decided to come here to heal. And I can't heal it if I don't know it's there. So I can thank that anger for alerting me to a very specific place in my being that needs healing, that needs more love, that needs more compassion from me. And I can thank the anger for alerting me to that. And then I can actually go in and address whatever the root cause was in a loving, compassionate way and let myself grow from that experience. Now, at first, this might be a very lengthy process. It might take you a while to even recognize that your anger is trying to show you something. Um, Sometimes our emotions are so subtle that we just kind of plunk into a bad mood and don't even realize that something has triggered us and our energetic, emotional body is now trying to show us that we have something we need to pay attention to. Something inside of us, something inside of ourselves requires our attention. And so um, at the beginning stages of this emotional alchemy, maybe um, the person who's not listening to me who made me angry or the, you know, the person I'm perceiving to not listen to me, who knows what they're actually doing. Um, they might make me angry or I might respond to them in anger. Um, and I might actually throw some of that energy back at them because I have not quickly enough realized that this low vibrational, uncomfortable emotion started within me because it's trying to show me something. I might forget about that. And I might sense an uncomfortable emotion within me. And my first instinct, because that's kind of what we're taught to do, my first instinct is just to expel it. Throw it out of my field um, by putting it back on this other person. And that really doesn't get rid of it. Um, Sometimes it does, but a lot of times it just amplifies what you're already feeling and you're just kind of blasting somebody else with it. And now... This person who may or may not even be aware of what's going on within me, now I am feeling anger. They are now having to juggle my anger. And by the time I realize what's really happening, I might have some damage control to do. I might have to be the bigger person and say, this happened. Right? You did whatever or didn't do whatever. And it triggered me. And I felt anger. And I didn't realize that that's what was going on at first. And so I put it on you and I apologize. Because those are my feelings. And what I do with them is my responsibility. And that's totally normal. Um... When we're first starting emotional alchemy, especially when everyone involved is like kind of new, that's a normal interaction to have. And once you place your low vibrational emotions on someone else, you have to respect them and honor them enough to let them transmute that energy in their own time. So even if it was a quick slip up for you, you accidentally said something with a really negative tone, like a really nasty tone, maybe you took a jab at someone, and then you really quickly said, I am sorry, that came from within me. That was not supposed to be directed towards you. I apologize. Let me go transmute this. Even if you apologize quickly and get yourself back to um, like baseline, and you're not feeling uncomfortable anymore, you already crossed that line and threw some of your low vibrational energy at this other person. And now the ball's in their court and they have to take the time that they need, which might be different from yours, to transmute that and get themselves back to baseline. And so, especially in our really close partnerships where we are going to be working on this a lot, There's like a clunky period of time for most of us, at least the way that I've experienced this. There's a clunky period of time where it's a lot of like, oh, I just said something or I just did something. Okay, um, we're going to take space and I'm not going to take it personally that you still have to work through the energy that I presented you with. And from my experience, over time, this does get a lot easier and a lot more smooth, um, because the more that you are aware of your emotional body, the more that you are aware of your triggers, um, the more you are aware of what certain vibrations usually mean, if certain frequencies are passing through you, you can. Um, the more acquainted you get with yourself, the more you can. Kind of know right away. Oh, okay. That's that's what this is about. Then, the less likely you are to accidentally. Toss a low frequency to someone else and expect them to fix it for you the more likely you are to be like, whoa, okay. I sense that emotion and before I put that on you, I'm gonna go take some time, sit with this emotion, let it show me what it needs to show me, maybe heal whatever needs to be healed, acknowledge or love whatever needs to be acknowledged and loved um, and then we can come back and I will take complete responsibility for how I'm feeling and not put any of that on you. Um, and we can even get to the point where we don't need a break. We can feel a quick pang of energy and realize that it's just, oh, okay, when I have some alone time, I can work through that. Um, or even just seeing it as like residue of a problem, not a problem, but of some karma, some wounding that we already know that we have within us and it's on its way out. And so we can kind of learn to coexist with those uncomfortable emotions because they become more fleeting or just the fact that we better understand them means that we don't have to identify with them and we can just let them hang out in the background as little reminders of stuff that we still need to be working on, still need to be paying attention to, um, little reflections of ourselves. We can have those there, but we don't need to be sending that portion of our energy out to someone else we don't need to be putting that on someone else's plate we can still meet someone with love and loving energy even if at the same time we are working with strong uncomfortable emotions within ourselves and so the beginning of this process might be kind of clunky but as we get more acquainted that's when the real magic starts to happen Because if you can become acquainted enough with your shadow patterns, the way that energy usually moves through your emotional body, you can separate what's happening externally with what you are experiencing internally. You can separate those two things and you can recognize when your perception is being colored by a shadow pattern, by energy hitting something that is still tender or wounded inside of you. So what does that look like? You know how you can probably hear when someone's triggered? So like someone might be yelling at you or... Um, Maybe even someone's like acting like they're fine. But the energy that they're sending off, you can tell that it is coming from within them. They're triggered. They are sending their alert of wounded energy outwards. So they don't want to listen to the alert themselves. They don't want to listen to that fire alarm. So instead, they're chucking it out at someone else and you are able to perceive that this person is coming from a wounded place. You can also hear when somebody is coming from a pure place. So if you are aware enough of your own triggers, if you are aware that when you're uncomfortable um, or when you feel an uncomfortable emotion it's trying to show you something, you can separate that discomfort from what's actually going on outside of you. And so you can see that somebody might be interacting with you in a really positive, high vibrational, genuine way. They're coming from their true core. And then you don't need to project your shadow onto them. You don't need to say this person hates me because they did this. You can say, I perceived that energy in a certain way because of wounding what's within myself. This person's being genuine. They're giving me nothing but loving energy. And what I'm feeling is a wound. It's not the truth of what is. I hope that makes sense. That is something that I have recently started doing. I have a hard time. I think I talked about this in episode five. I have a hard time letting people love me and letting people support me and be kind to me and take care of me. Um, And so, a lot of times, that energy, even though it's pure and loving and kind, that energy will reverberate around in my system as fear. And that fear. If I'm unconscious to my emotions and how my emotions work, that fear gets projected out onto the other person who's trying to give me love. And I think that they are misguiding me somehow. They're lying to me. They're being deceitful. Or maybe I just genuinely think that they hate me. Um, But if I'm able to separate that, take responsibility for my emotions, acknowledge my emotions, I can also see that this person is coming from a genuine place. And I don't have to project things onto them. Instead, I can receive their energy the best that I can. And then when I am by myself, or if it's someone I'm close with, I can work with this person. Um, But I can work through those emotions. I can work through that energy and I can acknowledge the part of myself that fears intimacy and give that part of myself love teach that part of myself that there's nothing to really be afraid of I am grateful for this smoke alarm going off right now but I can assure you that there's no fire we are okay it was a drill and let's calm our system down and act from a place of love accordingly something that's really cool when you start to pay attention to emotional energy more Um, not only can you recognize when somebody is coming at you with genuine, pure energy that originates within them, you can also tell when they are calmly and quietly diffusing a bomb that you hurled their way. So in the anger example that I used earlier, let's say somebody is in a conversation with me I perceive them as not listening to me. I get angry. I send that angry energy back towards them. If the two of us are awake enough, I can sense that my anger was sent back to them, right? I can make that self-reflection that, oh no, I let some of that negative low vibrational energy go towards them. And I can also perceive that they noticed I was coming from a triggered place and they didn't take it personally. And so they received my angry energy and within themselves, they were able to transmute that into love and positivity. And they send that back to me. The best way that I can explain this type of person that's able to catch people's garbage and then transmute it into gold, they are like the calm lakes, like a still body of water. They are able to remain in their own energetic integrity so that you can see there is no threat. There's nothing to be afraid of. There is only love for you here and any negative emotions that you're feeling they are coming from you. They're trying to get your attention about something that's going on within yourself. And that's very powerful magic. Those people who are very emotionally stable um, and not even stable because it's always it's always in flux, it's always in motion it's um very adept at alchemizing and transmuting low vibrational energy. People who are really good at that, those are our strong, very clear mirrors out in the world. Someone who is willing to stand firmly in their emotional center, not willing to let themselves be tossed about by any energies or frequencies that may, that they might come in contact with. Those people are so important, and there's more and more of them every day. But people who can do that are so important and so powerful because imagine you're having a bad day. Imagine you're having a bad day, everything is shit, but everybody around you, every single person that you come in contact with, every stranger, every person you know, is one of those people who is extremely adept at alchemizing emotions. So no matter what you're hurling, at people outside of you. All you're receiving back is love. All you're receiving back is the truth of what you are and the understanding that everything is coming from within you. If you were having a bad day and you were surrounded by people who are able to show you that, think about how much easier it would be for you to start alchemizing your own emotions, to start taking complete responsibility for what goes on inside your emotional body. When you are faced with the fact that it's never something outside of you, the only thing that you can do to alleviate that discomfort is to turn inward. And that's the end game. That is where all the healing happens. That's where all the magic happens. And if the people around you are unwilling to dump more emotional trauma onto your plate, you really have no choice but to say, oh, all right, so I am serving this to myself. This is coming from within me. And if I ever want to be rid of these discomforts, if I ever want to transcend, I'm going to have to do some work by myself for myself, within myself. And there's really no other choice. So if any of this has made sense (laughs) and you're like, oh, this sounds fun, I wanna do that. When it gets hard, because there will be hard times, there will be times when it feels unfair, because you might be in a place where you can transmute things, but people around you cannot. And so you, at the same time, have this responsibility of transmuting things that arise within yourself, but also transmuting things that people give to you, and also making sure that you are not sending out low frequencies back to them. If you are like the only one doing that, it can be really hard and it can feel really unfair some days when you have a a heavy emotional load. But it is so worth it. Because it really only takes one person in a community or in an environment or in a partnership, in a relationship to stand strong and to be that mirror and to... Show others that it's possible. It only takes one person to, instead of contributing to the domino effect of one person feeling bad and spreading that to another, who spreads it to another, who spreads it to another, you can be the person who starts the domino effect of people taking responsibility, of people turning inward. Because if someone sees you doing it, eventually they will realize that it's possible for them as well. And then they will show others that it's possible. And those people will show others that it's possible. And eventually we will get to this place where emotions stop belonging to individuals. We will realize that the things that we once called despair, depression, anger, sadness, grief, pain. Those are just the avatar's physical reaction to all of the energies passing through it. And we don't have to go crazy anymore whenever we feel one of those things. We can acknowledge that we are experiencing a certain frequency. We can acknowledge that for whatever reason that energy is passing through us right now. And we can let it do its job. We can say thank you and either look into it further or realize that it's a remnant of an old pattern and just let it be, let it pass, without becoming that emotion, without clinging to it, or without fearing it so much that we shove it onto other people or just run away from it completely. I don't think that we are ever going to get rid of pain. I don't think that we're ever going to get rid of discomfort. Because they have a purpose. There are people who are born without the ability to feel physical pain. um, Or with very, very low ability to feel physical pain. And they have low life expectancies. Because... When they're children, a lot of times it's pain or the idea of pain that keeps kids from doing things like reaching into a boiling pot of water or um, when they're teething, teething on their tongue and biting pieces of their tongue off or um, touching the stove when it's really hot. Pain isn't pleasant, but it's not supposed to be. That's its whole purpose. Discomfort is there to show us things that we should be aware of. To alert us to things that need to be healed. Things that need our love and attention. And if we don't have that discomfort, then we don't have that... Um, kind of first line of defense. We don't have that gateway into our own healing. Imagine you felt no emotional pain. You would never know where your karma was. It's a gift. So I don't think it's going anywhere. I think that our relationship to it is about to change. I think that through learning about and implementing emotional alchemy in our own lives we are going to stop categorizing just different frequencies as good and bad and we're going to stop chasing high vibrations and we're going to stop fleeing low vibrations and we're going to acknowledge them for what they are and use them as the tools that they're meant to be. I think that's why people say that fear or doing what you fear, um, that's the quickest pathway to growth. Well, yeah, because that's the point of fear. That's the point of all of those discomfort, uncomfortable emotions. to let you know that there's something important here. And you're not supposed to walk away from it, look away from it, run away from it. You're supposed to greet it, thank it, and see what's underneath. That's how we grow. That is how we grow within ourselves. And that's how we grow stronger communities and stronger relationships. So many of us talk about having an open heart. And for me, that's really what that means. This is what that means letting all emotions, all frequencies pass through you, being open to all of them because they are all messengers. And if we aren't communicating with all the different parts of ourselves, then we are closing off communication and closing off pathways to each other to our higher selves our disembodied guides and that's not how we evolve we evolve by keeping that channel open and learning how to live in harmony with the frequencies that are around us and within us so um In summation, our emotional body is just our energetic body that points us in the right direction. Low vibrational frequencies are telling us or alerting us to things that need our attention because they're not in alignment or they need love or um, they're hurt in some way and we need to give it our compassion. And then higher vibrational frequencies are our emotional body's response to us being in alignment, being on the quote unquote right path, whatever the right path for you is at any given moment, um, being true and authentic to yourself. And that is it. We as humans have assigned certain groups of these emotions to be bad because of the way that they make our physical body react and some of them to be good because of the way that they make our physical body react but they're not good and bad in and of themselves they are just frequencies and so the goal is to stop running towards or away from these energies and to just see them for what they are Being grateful and rejoicing in the energies that mean we are in the right place, the energies that make us feel comfortable and good, and also being grateful for and rejoicing in the energies that don't make us feel good, that make us feel uncomfortable or make us feel pain because they are showing us our pathway to growth. So being grateful for everything that we feel and seeing them, our emotions as the messengers that they are, seeing them as energies passing through us instead of like parts of ourselves that we need to cling to or get rid of. We can experience these energies in sort of two different ways. We can either have something internal, like ruminating on certain thoughts or certain events, and they can trigger energetic responses within us, or we can have some sort of external event, so somebody sending us energy, um, and we respond to that in a triggered way. The truth is, no matter what, it starts within us because everything is relative to our perspective. Um, and so... Whether we are reacting to something that is within us or something that is without us, we are still reacting and it is still our energy that we are responsible for. And so as emotional alchemists, when we interact with other people, when we are in relationship with others, it is always our responsibility to meet love with love, to meet non-love with love. It's our responsibility to make sure that the energy we entertain and the energy that we send back out to others is pure and from the highest frequencies that we can manage. We cannot place that blame on others, not because it's wrong or improper, but because that's not our goal. It doesn't help us reach where we want to go. We want to live in a world with universal love and understanding and compassion for each other. And we don't get there by forcing our low vibrational emotions and frequencies onto other people. We get there by taking responsibility for the emotions that emanate from within us, transmuting them into something that we want to share with others, and holding up that strong mirror, that strong reflection for other people, so that even if someone is coming at us from a wounded place, they know that we are only offering them love. They know that any negativity they are feeling is coming from within themselves, and that is where they must journey to if they want to change their experience. And the more of us that are spreading that message through our energetic presence the more people will wake up and take responsibility for their emotional bodies and it will be a ripple effect throughout the entire community of humanity to open your heart completely means to not shy away from the emotions that might pass through it feel all your feelings they are gifts embrace whatever it is that they are trying to teach you we cannot ignore that which is uncomfortable we'll never learn we'll never grow we will never transcend our pain we'll never turn it into something beautiful and something beneficial if we just act like it isn't there or avoid it at all costs Alright, hit an hour here, I feel like that's it. Um, let me look at the pages that I was kind of like reading from the first time and see if there's anything I missed. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) so there's this gem. I wrote, stuffing energies down instead of allowing them to pass is like keeping a fart in a jar. Awesome. So (laughs) if you are experiencing an unpleasant emotion and you respond to that by stuffing it down inside of you, that makes about as much sense as trapping a really rank fart in a jar. Let it let it go, air it out, open a window, something, get a fan. Um, but trapping it in your body, right? That's not, it's not going to do the trick. You got to look those emotions right in the face, no matter how uncomfortable they are, unpleasant they are. And you got to let them have their day until they dissipate. Because it's just... It's just an energy fart. It'll go away. It's fine. <laughs> it might not be pleasant, but it's it's fine. It's not going to kill you. Cool. Nice little nugget there. Something else here is this idea. Um, I said, I think it's important to expose ourselves to different emotional frequencies when we're alone. So that we're acquainted with them when they pop up when we're around people. And when I wrote that, a few different images came to mind that could be, maybe you really don't enjoy sadness. Go watch a movie that makes you sad. Watch something that makes you fearful. Um, Do something that makes you angry. And do it alone so that you can become acquainted with those frequencies as they pass through you, and you don't have to fear them, right? So we are so afraid of being uncomfortable um, and being in pain, and it makes us do weird things. We, try to, we do weird things to try to avoid those emotions. But if we can become acquainted with them, we can realize that they don't actually cause us any harm, Fear is not going to harm you. Anger is not going to harm you. Um, Disappointment is not going to harm you. Stress isn't going to harm you. It's only when you refuse to, like, let them be. When you stuff them down, you trap them inside of yourself. And that's not healthy. That is harmful to your being. But if you just let them exist, they won't exist forever and you'll see that there's really nothing to be afraid of. It's just a feeling and they will come and go like everything else does if you let them. And so practicing letting feelings come and go when we are alone can be helpful so that when that same emotion pops up, we might get a little comfort in knowing this won't last forever. I've been here before, I know what this feels like and I know that I'll be fine. It also might help us know more quickly where it's coming from. Someone just did this thing and it made me disappointed and that feels uncomfortable, but I felt this feeling. So I know it likely has to do with wound, thought pattern, belief, X, Y, and Z. And I can deal with that myself, not put that on somebody else and grow from it instead of being a victim of that experience that I just had boom all right um another thing here i wrote we have a constant stream of energy flowing through us the specific frequency of that energy and its availability so like how much of that we are actually allowing to flow through us is what attracts or repels things in our lives so I almost think of this as our emotional default. This is why an attitude of gratitude is so beneficial. If you tune the energy that flows through you, the frequency that flows through you to have a baseline of kind of like higher frequency, that is what you will be attracting And that is what you will set yourself to. So even if lower vibrations pass through your field, after you have let them have their time, after you've transmuted them, you'll go back to your baseline of accepting more good things. um, I shouldn't say good, but more pleasurable things into your life. You won't get stuck in a negative feedback loop of disappointment anger sadness grief pain you can feel those emotions when they come transmute them as they come and then go back to your baseline of a pleasant feeling a feeling of gratitude for everything that you experience okay last thing here and then i think i'm gonna end it's kind of what i said i think a few minutes ago so when you let go of the hope to end suffering and accept the fact that you will eventually feel pain again, then you can stop being afraid and you can relax into the pleasant moments and the stress of clinging to happy moments and trying to keep them. We live in a world of duality. That's where we are. We have differences so that we can experience different things. And we have pain so that we can know where we are injured and we can heal and we can grow, (coughs) grow. So when we let go of the hope that we'll stop growing, (laughs) the hope that we stop having these pains, then we can stop being afraid. If we just accept that we are going to feel pain again in the future, in some way, then we don't need to we don't need to fear it. That's like watching a um, a horror movie and expecting jump scares or expecting creepy things to happen. I literally have to do that. When I watch movies, I'm like, I know that there's going to be jump scares. <laughs> so I'm just ready for them. So it's kind of what we. That's the same kind of attitude that we can take towards our pain and our discomfort emotionally. So, yeah, it'll happen. And it'll be fine. It will happen. It might be uncomfortable for a second. Um. Maybe longer depending on what kind of pain it is but it will not last forever we will come out of it I accept that there will be pain in my life but that doesn't mean that's all there is and it doesn't mean that life's not worth living and it doesn't mean that I need to be in a constant state of fear I can accept that there will be pain of varying degrees right alongside all of the most enjoyable moments of my life and if I realize that those enjoyable moments are never going to reach a point where they just last forever right? I can keep a high vibrational perspective but I'm still going to fluctuate in my experience how I perceive it might be from a quote-unquote enlightened space, but I'm still going to have those different varying experiences. And if I don't expect myself to reach a point where everything will always be good and I'll never feel a bad thing again, if I can drop that expectation, then I can move into a state of acceptance and I can be extraordinarily grateful for all of the most pleasant moments because I know that they won't be forever and so I won't take them for granted. I can enjoy them and relax into them and be grateful while they exist. And I can expect and through love prepare myself for the times that I might not feel that great. And I can even meet those times with gratitude as well because they are what make the pleasant times so sweet. And so worth living so I think I'm gonna end here I really do hope that this made sense um, this idea of emotional alchemy is leading us into the new world I believe that at least in my sphere (laughs) Um, so I hope that this brings some peace to yourself and some peace to your relationships if this did resonate with you I think it would be helpful or possibly um, beneficial in some way read the Venus sequence Um, I think the actual book title is Love um, from the Gene Keys I have been working with this for a while but reading the Venus sequence and working through my personal sequence um, has really really helped me understand transmutation of energy in this way and helped me apply it to my life and um, really freed me from a lot of the, or helped me free myself from a lot of the burdens that I had been placing on my existence. About always needing to be happy, always needing to feel a certain way, having a certain relationship with emotions, and um, taking other people's emotions so personally. It really working through the Venus sequence really helped me Change how I view emotions and change how I view my relationships. Um, I didn't say this, so great thing that I'm just throwing it in here at the end, but our relationships are really like the hotbed of our emotional alchemy. That's where the emotional alchemy takes place, um... Sure, we can absolutely do this by ourselves, but nowhere are you going to be able to do it more quickly than in your personal relationships. That's that's what they're for, for this transmutation and evolution of your soul and your being. That's what I believe our relationships are really for. So Venus Sequence is awesome for giving some perspective to how your emotional body tends to react to some of the uh, relationships that you might have um, and how we attract these different triggers, really, triggering people, triggering experiences into our lives. So fear not if you have no money or just don't want to spend it on this. If you go to my Instagram, starborn underscore pod, um... In my bio, there's a little link tree thing, and you can find a whole page about the gene keys. Um, You can make your free profile. You can read about each key for free in the book. It's linked there. And then there's also the Venus sequence. Um, You're supposed to go through the activation sequence first, but it's a hologenetic profile, so... Each part contains the whole, and I might be super super wrong, but personally, I feel like you don't need to go in any certain order. I think that if you have um, achieved a level or reached a level of emotional and self awareness, you can maybe like skim through the first four, really the first three spheres and then jump right into your Venus sequence and really go heavy there Um, so all of that stuff is available for free on my Instagram you can follow me there I post videos sometimes of short downloads that I get and uh, that I don't feel like making an entire podcast for Um, I post poetry question mark sometimes if that's what you want to call it Um, my Instagram is probably going to be a place for my, uh, written, more written art and more community interactions. I am always, um, open to suggestions for topics that you want to hear me talk about. So you can always DM me. And this outro has been pretty long, so I'm going to end it here. (laughs) Uh... I love you all with my entire heart. I hope you have a wonderful day. And let me know if these tools and these um, kind of like perspectives that I put forward in this episode, if they help you at all in your day-to-day relationships and, you know, existing as a being with feelings. So have a great day and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.